Hello. Welcome to the third part of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, let me get my headphones. Oh my god! Okay. I was like, why can I hear myself? <laughs> okay. I'm in my, I I record in my closet because my professor says that this is the um. Mm, I'm recording. Bye. I'm recording in my friend's bedroom. Bye. Mm-hmm. I'm recording uh, in my friend's bedroom because I'm not. A little bit, yeah. Let me see. Talk. Hello. Hello. Okay, you're all good. See. Okay. Hello, I'm Ruben, and you are. Sophie. Okay. <laughs> So oh, it. I got his. I have to. I just say Sophie. I mean, like, I don't want to say my because my last. I have two last names. Well, everyone assumes it's three, but it's two. It's two. Last name. People. <laughs> yeah, it's. If anyone wants to know, my full name is Sophia Sanchez Juarez Avila. Like no middle name. I. That's literally my whole name. Sanchez Juarez Avila. Okay, there. I disconnected for a second. Oh shit. Um, oh, disclaimer. Well, not really a disclaimer. Um, we already did a one uh an unedited version of this album review yesterday, but we we're so tired. And it's so fast. <laughs> like it literally was crazy. It was like chaotic, but not like good chaotic. Like literally, it was I all was over listening the to. Place. Yeah, I was listening to, it and I was like, I'm already like this is boring. Like the other ones that we've done have been like messy but organized in a way. Yeah, and. I think we were just tired. Yeah. And I don't I mean, know why we, we decided to record again when we're even more tired today. Yeah, we're so tired. We, I just. I mean, you in. can talk about uh, what you did today. Oh, yeah. We drove into Austin because we're going to ACL. <laughs> so we're pretty tired. I'm pretty tired from that. I had to walk around Zilker Park to get the tickets. And that was pretty tiring. It was hot. It was fucking hot it was so fucking hot and today i'm tired because i went to a meeting msc yeah a meeting at not not msc uh rudder tower for those aggies listening um for <laughs> my radio station that mm-hmm. i'm going to be doing let me tell you it's not what i imagined it to be because not only do you have to legally like purchase the music so like you can't have like you can't just go like on youtube or like whatever and be like oh this is the song i want to like put like you have to purchase it then you have to convert it to MP3, and then you have to send it to the officers, and then they have to put it into an app, and then you have to go into that app, and you have to play the music. And not only that, but thirty percent of the music that you play has to be from a mandatory list made by the, the officers. I think I would just like shoot myself. Of, <laughs> yeah, it consists of indie pop, um, some hip hop, punk, and like classics, and I do that in air quotations which what they consider classics is like anything 10 years ago why did you do that to yourself like seriously why because i thought I, I thought i was just gonna go on the radio mm-hmm. and just put my my silly little music and have a good time but mm-hmm. no we have to comply to fcc look uh, oh my god censorship is bullshit you know mm-hmm. like wh- who who in 2021 is gonna listen to the radio Hear the word fuck and then be like, egads. <laughs> who, who dareth uh, say such language? Like, bro. Me. Like, you curse like a sailor. 
I do, so I can't really say much on that. But yeah, and then <sighs> not only that, also the people. Oh my god, they are so interesting. I'm not. I we know we're just gonna stop it at there because I don't want you to say something. And then what if these I don't, people here? I'm not gonna say. Anything, you don't have to say. But you know, you the implication. Don't have to say much. The implication should say enough. Okay. All and right. then I also and. I took a bus over there, but it ended like super late. So then the buses were like already like, you know, so you had like, to walk home. Over, I had to walk all the way home. Yeah. What? Yeah. Anyway, let's get this interview started. So let's get this started. Ruby, what person did you give me? I gave you Imogen Heap, uh-huh. her 2005 album "Speak for Yourself." Uh-huh. And I gave Ruby Casey Musgraves her new album, Starcrossed. <clears throat> okay. Let me start. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to change it up a bit from, like, the last recording we did. <clears throat> but it's kind of hard. I should have written down more notes. But the album really helped me through struggles, mental struggles. Um, I could say it, could, it helped me in my love life, but not really. Mm-hmm. It just it made me it made me more crazy, and um, I you can testify to that as well. Yeah, I'll testify to that. Um, if you listen to Imogen Heap, Fiona Apple, Mitski, like these bitches, like if you know anybody that listens to them, they're fucking crazy, and if we're anything, not talking like you will go silently insane. Yes, not like oh, cutting my bangs and like dying no, my hair. No, 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 you will suffer within that, your own silence. Yeah, like. You're gonna suffer in silence, and you, that's you can't say anything about it. Nobody's gonna understand what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you will suffer in silence. I'm glad that we're promoting these albums with like <laughs> with these reviews. I if know. If you listen to this album, you will go insane. You Thank will be in an you. asylum. Listen to it. Yeah, like listen to it. But I, mean, I think people need to listen to this because everyone doesn't like it. How do I say this? Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, it just went like super quiet for like no reason. Um, this day and age, people don't want to go crazy anymore. Mm-hmm. They want they want to play it safe. They want to they want to put their little you know their lyrics in a, in a machine, go through a formula, put the little uh, piano riffs and like piano chords and the little guitar riff, and then make money. Like no one mm. wants to go crazy anymore. No one wants to like challenge themselves and push the boundaries of their minds. You know. Yeah. So this is really like mind-boggling to today's yeah. standards yeah and then i've been giving ruby just a bunch of breakup albums because i went through heartbreak and as i said in the last podcast like ten thousand times ten thousand times yeah i'm not over my ex so i've been listening to a lot of breakup albums and this album um that i gave ruby starcross is a breakup album well not a breakup album it's about a divorce because casey Musgraves is technically uh, a breakup yeah, technically a breakup, but you know. I mean, more. it falls like it's like an umbrella, like yeah, an umbrella and, term. Yeah. So, but Casey Mugger, she was married to this guy named Rustin Kelly, and they recently divorced. And as soon as I found out they like she like posted a notes app saying that they were divorced, I was like, oh, this next album about to be fucking delicious. <gasps> and we I, mean that with the utmost respect, not like we are not glorifying yeah, her pain, suffering. No, no but you know. It was convenient. If for sadness me. makes good music, it makes good music. Yeah. And then you know what? It was convenient for me. 
it was convenient. Let me tell you, it was convenient for me because again, went through breakup. The suck, like world, like divine intervention. Yeah, you know, it sucked ass. So you know, obviously, I've been listening to a lot of breakup albums, like listening to a lot of Mitski. Like obviously, it's like did I tell you how one time I showed somebody looked through my playlist and I had a bunch of Mitski and they literally sent me a message that like, are you okay? And I was like. <laughs> Like literally, I'm not even joking with you. They were like, "No one was... that listens to Misty is okay. No one." Yeah, like they literally sent me a message and they were like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, and they sent a screenshot of like the Mitski that was in my playlist, and they're like, and I was like, "Oh, that." And I, oh, and I, that. Yeah, I was like that. I had to lie, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm totally fine." But yeah, it was this guy that was trying to talk to me, and I was just like, "No, like, no, thank you." But he literally what songs was like. Were they? It was from Be the Cowboy. He just saw, oh. like, he t- I had, like, all of Mitski, like, her discography in there, but it was just, I think he took a picture of just Be the Cowboy. Yeah. Oh, but... wait, I haven't said my favorite songs. Oh, okay, go for it. Uh, favorite song would have to be uh, Clear the Area, Loose Ends, and the amazing, uh, what's the name of the last song? The Moment I Said It. I remember mm. for one week, I had that song on repeat. And that's from the Image and Heap album, y'all. Yes. That's from the Image and Heat. It is just perfection. It's uh-huh. immaculate. The way she structures everything, like the sounds, the instrumentals, her own voice. She plays with her own voice. She does um auto tune. Yeah. But she does like harmonized auto tune. Yeah. I was gonna it's say like she uses auto tune, but she uses harmonization, like harmonized. Like hide and seek, that is just wow. <laughs> like who would have thought of that wow. how do you go Ruby wow wow oh like that meme <laughs> yeah wow wow That's uh, least favorite song it would have to be closing in because I would have to I have to say that the pacing of that song is kind of like what it's the last but song the, off the album right third to last song mm, okay. I think, or second to last song uh, but the outro slaps. So like whenever that song plays in, I just go to like, I forward it to like half halfway through the song, and I just listen to the outro because it's so good. Look at you go. Uh, favorite lyric. Uh, last time I said that it was, uh, you won't talk, you won't get out of your room, um, give up, cry, it's okay, you just have to trust me. Mm. And but I also have to say that my favorite lyric. Another f- one of my favorite lyrics would have to be, uh, and the moment I said it, the, how does it go? It's like, you're, I'm losing you, don't throw it all away. It's so simple, but when you, yeah. when you understand the song mm-hmm. and you listen to the lyrics and like the, the structure of the production... Mm-hmm. It you're gets like, you. Wow. You're like, holy fuck. When she holds out the, the long note, the oh. I'm losing you. Dear God. It, yeah. euphoria. euphoria. It takes me somewhere. It takes me somewhere. Uh, wow moment, the Anamana Pia's and the moment I said it. I, I have to say, <gasps> that song is just so good. And the other ones <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not sure how how to say it. I'm not under like undermining the other songs. The other songs are also amazing. Yeah. But the last one is just so impactful. It has so much emotional package in it. It's just m- perplexing. Oh my god! Look and when it comes go. to the Anam- Anamana Pia moment, wow, the wow. crash. 
There you go. There you go. Um. Uh, comments. Fucking amazing album. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's the only comment you gotta need. You need. That's all you gotta know. That's all you gotta know, baby. Um. Now for me, I don't have my. I had my notes on on my like laptop, but I didn't bring my laptop in my friend's room, so I had a lot more stuff written down for the Casey Musgraves album, but I don't. Um, but this, obviously, this album, I love it so much. Again, I love Casey Musgraves. I saw her open up for Harry Styles, and I've been in love with her ever since. She is an amazing oh, is that, performer. Is that when you first, like, got into her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was an amazing performer. I actually, like, thoroughly enjoyed it opening. Like, I loved her music, and I was like, this shit is, this is good. And her first album, obviously, was, like, this is about her marriage with Russ and Kelly and how it was really happy. Not her first happy. album, like, her third album, no? Yeah, it was her third album, yeah. But I think it was more of a Happy Go f- album. She only had, like, what, two kind sad songs like, on there? Kind of like um, the Still Woozy album. Kind of like that. Yeah. So this was a very, like, you know, only two sad, like, two break, like two sad songs on that album. Bro, like, you know. look at me shitting on all the albums that you, like, are like spawn happiness within you and me just sending negative energy your way i mean it's not that like they're like i'd say like i all the albums i've given you have been about like breakups like i I the first album the silly one was not about breakups obviously that was the only one but that one one, just the second one was yes which is the second one i gave you the 070 Shake album. Oh, yeah, the 070 Shake and then the Casey Musgraves. Those are definitely like big heartbreak albums. And obviously, the Casey Musgraves is a lot more, right? But yeah. like, I love that album so much. Like, it's so good to me. Like, and again, she's an amazing performer. She's an amazing songwriter and she deserves every recognition she like she deserves. Her last album, again, won a Grammy of the Year. Yeah. A, con- a country album. We were album. all surprised. Yeah, she was surprised. A, yeah, a country album, y'all. Album of the year for the Grammys. Like, that is say, insane. What would you say is both the contrast and the similarities of Golden Hour and um, Starcrossed? Um, the contrast, obviously, like I said, this is a very, like, you know, happy. I know the, the, her last album, Golden Hour, was a very happy album. Again, this is about her and Rustin Kelly. And, you know, with Starcross, this is a very much more of heartbreak and, like, the path of healing from heartbreak. Would you say they're because... both intimate, like, in the equal level? Or, like, this heart Starcross is more intimate because it's more vulnerable? Uh, they're both pretty intimate. I mean, but obviously I, have to pay, I would have to say I felt more intimate with Starcross because, obviously, I felt all the things that she was feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, this girl was... You know, she loved this man and she was crying. Like, you know, she was like, no, she went through it. And, you know, just like every other heartbreak, like heartbreak sucks. Like, I don't ever want to experience it again. And, you know, it's but sadly, like, you know, life happens, right? Um, yeah. And, you know. I mean, I don't think anyone saw her divorce coming. Like. Oh, I did. <laughs> really? I did. Yes, I did. Very much. Um, wow. But I won't talk about that because literally I think that that's just... But to me, I saw it coming a lot. Um, she was very... Um, she was obviously getting popular a uh-huh. lot. And obviously... That oh, did, yeah. Like, she was getting, you know... And that's why in one of the songs, the breadwinner off that album, like, it's literally talking about how she was getting a lot more popular and he was starting to get jealous of that she was getting more popular. Like, this is the girl. Like, this country star, like, literally went 
to from making country music to hanging out with the Kardashians. Wow. Like, yeah, like, you know. That really she, is a huge step. Like, yeah, like, from you know, where she came from. Yeah, so obviously, like, you know, she she was big. Like, she's becoming a big star. So obviously, I saw her divorce coming, but, you know, I, you know, that's on a totally different note. But yes. This album, again, has helped me with breakup and all, like, as you can see, y'all, in all the episodes, I've been giving albums on breakups because, again, that's the one thing that I have been feeling. And, again, like, this is something that I don't want to ever, ever experience. It is horrible. I never understood why people would get so heartbroken over people, but I get it. Like, I literally get it. It's a horrible feeling. And I so badly wish, like, you know, like, I could have him back, but, you know. Yeah, it's, happens, almost, right? it's one of those like how could like like from a perspective of uh, an outsider's perspective it's like bro just get over it and from the insider's yeah. perspective it's like oh <laughs> yeah like you know like i didn't like i oh whenever my friends went through breakup i used to be like that like i used to be like and i would feel hor- i didn't never tell them in a mean way though but I would feel bad because I felt I would be like, you know, this, you know, in the last previous relationship I had, it was my first ever relationship ever. Um, but so my, when my other friends would get into a relationship before I got into this relationship, I used to just be like, get over it. But I used to never say it in a mean way. I'd be like, the only option, like the only thing I could say is just like, get over it, take it a step by step. Right. And I used to feel horrible by saying this stuff. And I used to tell them, like, I feel bad telling you this stuff because, like, I know this is something that you, like, you know, it's easier said than done, right? But mm-hmm. that's the only thing I can offer you. I've, and I would tell them, like, I've never been through heartbreak. And, you know, this is something that I don't I don't know how to handle or don't know how to tell you to handle it. Healing so, is not a straight line. No, yeah. And that's what she says, obviously. Casey Musgraves and, you know, Justified. She's like, because healing... I don't. I forgot what you said. Something healing doesn't. Healing is not a straight line. Yeah, healing is not a straight line. So, um, again, heartbreak is the main key that I've been focusing on this because, again, when you lose somebody, you lose a part of yourself. That's a for sure thing. I remember I lost myself for a long time, a while. Still have. I feel like I have. I feel like I'm missing something in me. And again, this is. It's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible, horrible feeling. I feel broken. Like, you just... You know what I mean? Yeah. Tori Amos says it best, uh, what you said about missing pieces, about how you have to start exploring the dark sides of you. And not Mm -hmm. dark, like, the evil or the occult or, like, you know, like, whoa, like, tarot cards. No, like, look inside Mm -hmm. the the places you think you'd never be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's the thing, like, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sucking my own dick here. I didn't do anything wrong to this person. This person again, he broke up with me. I unexpectedly, I, unexpectedly. Um, I, but I knew why. It was obviously because of long distance, right? But you know, I never did anything to this person at all. I was very patient. I was so kind to him. I was, you know, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't like you have to text me every fucking day and every fucking minute considering it was long distance right i never was like that so you know to me like this whole breakup thing was a very like for a long for a while i thought it was something i did but looking back at it i was like i didn't do anything at all like nothing i i didn't 
I didn't hurt this kid and this kid is acting like I like I've told you before like this kid is acting like as if like I was like I took a like I fucking murdered his family right in front of him and he's like oh my god you know what I mean yeah but that's not the point but anyway so the Casey Mugger's album that has helped me a lot and has been through with me through a tough time and obviously everything that she says resonates with me a lot and I take you know again breakup albums so far have just been hitting it home for me so this is why I recommended Ruby this album and then my favorite song um I like Cherry Blossom Cherry Blossom is a really cute song um there is a light there is a light yeah oh the flute part that is sexy absolutely fucking sexy it really is. Um, it, re- it really is. Yeah. And Breadwinner, that's a really good song. Again, that's a really, really fucking good song. And then Justified also. And um, what was another one? I think it was um, Starcrossed. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good songs for me. And those are my favorite. And then I don't have a least favorite on that album either. Camarole is also a pretty good song. Literally, like, you know, going through Camarole. Don't go through Camarole because you're going to be fucking devastated by what you find and she's right i've done that before and i you know i've literally in my head i'm like why the fuck am i doing this shit to myself i don't even have a lot of pictures of myself but you know and here's also one thing too you know when you see yourself before heartbreak it's even more devastating because you see oh yeah it is it's like oh like oh look at that that person who like thought she like they had the whole world in their hands Yes, and literally, it's gone. And that's why, like, you know, I remember looking, like, again, like, you know, not only was this heartbreak so fucking devastating, but having to look at how I lost myself. I, like, you know, I looked at old pictures, like, I I looked at pictures of me before me and him started dating, and, like, while we were dating, oh, my God, you could see the glow in my face. Like, I was, I really was thriving, and then, then after, it just went downhill. And I was, like, looking back at those, like, we're going through my camera roll, just like Casey Musgraves said, like, it's torture. Like, you know, and then you wish you could have the person that you were back. Like, I so badly wish I could have my old self back so badly, right? Like, you know, again, like, I was, I really was happy, I was. I didn't. I didn't care what people think about me. I didn't. I didn't want to date at the time. I fucking didn't want to date at the time. I was living life, you know. And you know, I fell for this kid. And you know what? What can he do, right? Okay, we're going off the deep end. <laughs> yeah. What can he do? I can already. I can already yeah, see no. the tears in your eyes. Like- I'm not crying. I'm not. I'm pretty shed my tears. I'm done crying. But I'm just letting you know again. So you know. Heartbreak has been just the main biggest key on what I've been giving her me, but this album is truly, to me, I like it, and I felt a little connected more to it than her previous albums. Yeah. The the vulnerability of Heartbreak connects us all. Yeah, it does. It really does. It's a human human instinct to, you know, be vulnerable. Yeah, it's a fight or flight thing. You're you're gonna fight or you're gonna fight. Like, or fight or, like, flight. Because in dangerous situations or stressful situations, our instinct is to, like, fight or flight. So mm-hmm. when we go vulnerable and, like, relish in, like, you know, like, sad songs, breakup mm-hmm. albums, that makes us feel so comfort- comforted. Uh-huh. 
I hope to God he doesn't fucking listen to this shit. I literally hope to God. He's like, damn, what a fucking loser. I'm like, sorry. <clears throat> but anyway. Uh, okay, review time. Do you want to go yeah. first? Yeah, I'll go first. So the Imogen Heap album. Gotta say, every album that you give me, Ruby, I go deep down insane. Yeah. You know, well, except I for just... the first one. Yeah, except for the first one. Alana's more set. I didn't I like I should have given you Jagged Little Pill. You should have. You maybe should have, but you know, it's all right. But Image and Heat. So honestly, y'all, everybody, no doubt in my mind, y'all know who Image and Heat is. Y'all just don't know it yet. Y'all know her? You just don't know her. Yeah, y'all know her, but you just don't know. Like literally, if you've seen the Shrek, Shrek 2, she did the outro song, like the ending credit song. That was her. If you know the TikTok audio, A New Kind of Love, A New Kind of Love, that is her. But this is when she was known as Fru-Fru, right? Fru-Fru. Yep. Yeah, Fru-Fru. It was a band. And yeah, so Imogen Heap, when I first listened to her, I was like, I know. Really- yeah. yeah. Mm, what you say? Mm, what you say? That's the only man. That's her, y'all. Um, but listening to her, I was like, when I first listened to her, I was like, I know this bitch. I was like, I know her. I know who she is. And then I asked Ruby, I was like, is she this person? And you're like, yup. And I was like, yep. I knew it. And I was like, I love this bitch. Like, I was she like, is the most unrecognizable, like, famous person. Yes. Very much. Like, and so fucking good. Love her voice. Again, like, like, auto-tune, but harmonizing auto-tune. My favorite song off the album is Good Night and Go. Um, if you all know the Ariana Grande song, Good Night and Go, that's a cover from Im- Imogen Heap that Ariana Grande did because she loves Imogen Heap. And for the Sweetener album, she took a lot of inspiration from this album and she took, she did a cover of Good Night and Go. So that is my favorite song. And my favorite lyrics are from the song. It is, um, it's impossible to ignore you. Like it's impossible, baby. Why do you have to be so cute? It's yeah, why do I have to, to, ignore, to you? ignore you? You know, like, it... Fuck, like, why do you have to be so cute? And, like, it's impossible to ignore you. Like, Big Dog, like, she was speaking facts on that. Like, she's right. Like, it's, like, it's impossible. Oh, my God. And also, the walk? Oh, yeah. Um, if I like how this... she shifts the blame of falling in love to the person she falls in love. Yeah. Like, how could you do this to me? Yeah, like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck's your problem? Bro? I also love how she compares herself to a battleship yeah. on the walk. Oh, my God. So good. So fucking good. And then my wow moment, it's from Headlock. Oh, I didn't write the whole thing down, but it's, like, um, where she's, like, you say too late to start. I didn't write the whole thing because it was a lot. It was, like, the whole verse. Yeah. So that was my wow moment. Um, I don't have a least favorite song. I genuinely enjoyed the entire, like, entirety of the album. I really did. It's really good. She's really like, good. Yeah, she's really good. By the way, the songs are not only like self-vocalized, but she also does, so, has the whole album self-written and self-produced. Produced. So, give credit to like extra applause for that. I like. I, you know I, how I undercredited she is. She was so undercredited. Some some guy just took her song, a new kind of love. Did a nightcore mm-hmm. version and then gave it a, a new title. So whenever the, the song plays, people are like, "Oh, it's from that guy." It's like, no, no it's you from fucking imbeciles. No, fru fru. It's like it's fru fru. She's oh, she is very, 
she she needs her yeah. she needs her respect. Yeah. Give the queen respect. So love Imogen Heap so much. Um I don't have a least favorite. I'd give this album a nine point five. And, and I'm then, guessing the point I'm guessing the point five is like what you gave the same reason for Extraordinary Machine. Yes. I mean, I listen to it all the time. I mean, I listen to Fiona Apple, too. I've been listening to a lot of them. And I literally have a place called I'm Literally Insane. I'm, <laughs> I am literally insane. Yeah, I, like, don't talk to me. I'm literally insane. Do, like, I'm literally suffering in silence, please. Like, and again, like, you know, like, that dude asked me, are you okay while listening to Mitski? No, I'm not. Yeah, 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 I'm fine. In my head. No, you're not. Hence, I'm just letting you all know, if you know somebody that listens to any of those people that it was just listen to Mitski, Fiona Apple, and Imogen Heap, they are not okay. They are not okay. Just, you know, let them take their time. We are not okay. We, we are not okay, but we, we're literally, we're the same person, and we're not okay. Uh, would you recommend this album? Um, like I said before, it depends on who. If I feel like the people, the, like the person would understand it, oh, fuck yeah, I'd give it to them and be like, yeah, this shit's good, you know? You think and you like, would give this to a person who is more, like, focused on production or more focused on lyricism? Lyricism. If they like the lyrics, then I'd give them that. And then I, they like production. Mm. I mean, to me, I like both. They have good lyrics and production. Oh, fuck yeah, like, Sign me up. Sign me up. So that to me, but again, like I've said before, if I feel like that they're not gonna get it, then this album is not for them. Yeah. And that's but that's my opinion, right? I can't like you know if you don't get it, you don't get it. And too yeah, bad. you don't yeah, you know, and the only way I'll know if they'll like it, if I if give them the song, fruit, the Fru song, A New Kind of Love. If they like it, then I'll give, definitely give them this album. But if they don't, then they don't even deserve to even listen to Speak for Yourself. For real, if you don't like A New Kind of Love, something is actually wrong with you. Yeah, something is literally fucking wrong with you. Like, go get help. Get help. So, Whenever I listen to that song, I feel like I'm in like in a, you know those like underground like street tunnels? Yeah, uh, like in Japan. Yes, I feel like yes. going through like through there. It's so good. Yes, yes, so fucking good. But yes, that is my that is my review on the Image and Hate album. So take it as you wish, y'all. Give it a listen. That's all I gotta say. So fucking good. Now there you go. Now my turn. Oh my god. Oh this my like, god. Where I you hope- give floral cl- floral crowns to my albums, I'm like sharpening like a butcher knife for yours. I know, but you know what? I have you have to be honest. It does it gets better every time with every new album. Yeah, so you I do have to say that. Like, so I'm having got- high expectations for the last album, well, the tenth <laughs> album, not like the last because we might <sighs> do this. Like we might continue doing this. Yeah, I literally. Oh my goodness, this album! Don't give me such high hopes because I'm literally again. I'm just giving you breakup albums. I don't care. Um, this up the album recommended to me, Casey Musgraves' 2021 album. 2021, right? Yeah, 2021. 2021 album, Starcrossed, is an album that is dedicated to its craft. It's a country album. If yes. you like country music, you're gonna like this album. If you mm-hmm. like country pop, you're going to love this album. If you love country pop while going through a heartbreak, might as well, like, you know, tattoo this song into your brain. 
this song, this album. Um, so that being said, I am not. A, I I I think I speak for like a lot of people when we say that we mm-hmm. don't like country music. Mm-hmm. So I don't really like this album for what it is. I do have to say it's an quote unquote improvement of country music. I just say that because it's more popish, so that makes it more, you know, appealing to the mass, mm-hmm. you know, audience. And yeah. I, I'm a part of the mass audience, yeah. so it's very, you know, it's bearable to hear. Yeah. But when you listen to it, it's very like repetitive, because that's what country music is. I'm taking a class in um, uh, history of rock, and we're covering country and western music and it's it's just a formula it's like uh, verse chorus verse chorus uh chorus mm-hmm. and that's like the entirety of the album mm-hmm. and i'm not cr- critiquing it i'm not saying that you know oh she should have like made something better or whatever she's sticking to her craft she is a country musician so of course she's gonna stick to the country formula so uh it's just not my cup of tea. But I do have to say that the intro of this album and the outro are amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like disappointing to see that it had such a strong intro and then it just like steadily, like steadily declined. And then it ended off with this amazing outro. So it's like, a, what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean... I like, like, again, she stuck to her roots. I thought I was terrified that she was going to lose the country roots, but, you know, I'm glad she still stayed with it. I don't think I've ever met an artist um, other than, I'll be honest, Taylor Swift, who... Lost her roots. Yeah, lost her roots and, like, you know, I think become a lot of good people, in the, new, in the yeah. new stuff that they do. Like, honestly, Taylor Swift, she did country. Everybody knows she did country. Was amazing at country, and then transformed into a once pop she got star. more mainstream. Yeah, it, it did pop. So it's kind of like I kind of applauded Casey Musgraves for like keeping to her roots when she had like an ex, you know, like a, a media explosion. Yeah, like she exploded. Like the girl got literally. She got album of the year with a country song, and she kept her. She kept you know, she kept her arms, and you know, still stuck with country. She didn't yeah. decide to go full pop. No. It's she just pop. gave it a hit of it, a hit of pop, but not full pop. Sonically, is it the same as Golden Hour? No. No. It's no. more popish, right? Yes. That's for sure. I feel like, you know, honestly, I'm not even a big country fan either. Golden Hour was truly something that was an experience. Again, like, you know, my favorite song off that album is um, Space Cowboy, Rainbow, and Oh, What a World. Oh, what And Golden Hour is really good, too. Oh, What a World is my favorite, though. That one is just so... It's beautiful. Yeah. In my opinion, but... Um, my favorite song is There is a Light and mm-hmm. Gracias a la Vida. Gracias a la Vida. It's a, re- it's a really good song. And it's written by... Um, poet, it's written by Sven. another... A, a Mexican poet. I forgot her name. Uh, but I really like how she incorporated the traditional, um, you know, like Spanish post-revolutionary yeah. uh, instru- Mexican instrumental of like a, a 
deep bass guitar. And I really appreciate like her sticking to that, mm-hmm. like fitting to the theme, but also like putting her own spin of like adding like vocal layers or like a voice synthesizer, full voice filter. Yeah. And the way it gets louder, the more yeah. she sings. Like that is, yeah, it's hauntingly beautiful, you know? It's hauntingly beautiful. It really is. So that's, yeah. Uh, least favorite song would have to be Camera Roll, Easier oh, Said. Oh, come on. And What Doesn't Kill Me. Look. Not Camera those, Roll. Those were just so forgettable. Oh, and like, my God. I would listen to it and like, I would have no reaction. Like, I was it like, hurts. what What did I just listen to? It hurts. It hurts. I told you I'm taking out my butcher knife. Oh, you are. It's all right. It's a pity, no. I just like to mess around with Ruby, y'all. I'm not being like, I know how Ruby is. We have the same music tastes, more or less. We literally listen to, yeah, we listen to the same thing. We both like the same things. Uh, Charlie XCX, Mitski. Grimes. Um, Grimes. Now Fiona Apple. Imogen Fiona Heap. Apple. Imogen Heap. Uh-huh. Nah. Lily Allen. I like Lily Allen. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I, I love her second album. It's really good. But see, um, you know. Oh, we're, we like we're in the same girl. playing field. Oh, yeah. Shy Girl. Oh, yeah. Yes. Ooh, ooh, fuck. I love Shy ooh. Girl. Ooh. She, <laughs> she brings out something in us. Oh, yeah. And Sophie. We, see, we, we share. Oh, Lord. We both like Lord, too. Uh, my favorite lyrics would have to be the intro to Starcrossed, where the first four lines are very reminiscent and borrows inspiration from Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet and A Midsummer's Night Dream. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, like nothing could go wrong, blah, 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 blah. And then the next four lines, it, I mean, it's the next four lines start off with, and then I signed the papers. Yeah. It's like a... I signed the papers yesterday. It, it's really like, that contrast, that juxtaposition is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like you have your head in the, the clouds and then like someone just like reality just like yanks you down. Ch- reality check. Boom. Uh, smack cam. Smack cam. Boom. No, yeah, uh, wow moment. The breakdown and there's a light. The flute part oh, yeah. took me like there is a light inside. Oh yeah. There is a light inside. No. How does it go? Wait, there is a light inside, inside me. me. Yeah. That's I wish you could have like done something a little bit more with that maybe like lady i was like rain on me soon not me like something like that rain on me soon not me oh my god oh yeah we both like gaga but we didn't like chromatica well chromatica had some good songs like look if you came up to me and said do you like lady gaga i would have i would think for about five seconds and be like in what sense because I'm putting my right hand up. I'm testifying against the uh, for the court. I used to be a huge <laughs> Lady Gaga fan. I used to be too. Am I, I ashamed? Used... No. Yes. Why? Because looking back, like now comparing my current music catalog library mm-hmm. to Lady Gaga's, it's like I did a huge improvement, you know? Because I remember I listened back to Born This Way and I was like, but her old I stuff really, is good. I really used to slap to... Oh, yeah, like the fame? Yeah. It's really good. Like, her old stuff was pretty good. I just feel like with this, like, with Chromatica, I felt like it just went... Like, she only had a few good songs on there, like Replay 
Oh my god, um, it, yeah. that one like it's so good. It's it's the diamond and and on top of the pile of shit. Mm-hmm. That one I do have to say is a really really good song. Uh, Babylon that, is actually nine, Babylon, really yeah. good. Nine one one is okay. I liked it. I the first like time it. I listened to it, I didn't like it. The second time, I didn't like it as well. But then when I saw the music video, I was like, okay, I can get into this. You're like, okay, I see what she's doing. Yeah. Because the music video was really good. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Uh, oh, my God. We're, we're already finished at 40 minutes again. So you, wait, what would you recommend this album to somebody? And then oh, what was that's your rating? Right. I always forget this. Hello? What I recommend this album. Let's see if I can span it within like 20 minutes. <laughs> what I recommend Don't... this album. Would I recommend this album? Would I recommend this album? Fucking say it. That's it. (laughs) Say it. I think if people want to be more, you know... Heartbroken like me. Not only that, but also like experimental or like want to expand their music library, your music taste. Try country. Don't worry. Yeah. Like I've been getting into like Southern rock, which is really fucking good. Um, But I... The thing with your albums is that they're mainstream. So if I went to like wherever, like if I stood in the middle of like uh, the well, that campus 07 shake one, and I recommended it to someone and they listened to it, they'd be like, I liked it. <laughs> so it can, your albums can be recommended to anyone. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, no. It's because it is, I think like, I think the only ones that is like mainstream, mainstream right now, literally still was he not even mainstream. He's like side Yeah, he's still a little bit like, quote unquote, underground. Yeah. And then same thing with quotes. Same thing with 070 Shake, surprisingly. Yeah. I think people would like the lyrics to 070 Shake, but if they listen to like the production, they'd be like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. So, but then the Casey Musgraves, she's obviously now mainstream. Everybody loves yeah. Casey Musgraves, obviously because of her popularity with like you know other celebrities. Dude, everybody fucking loves her. Dude, the girl's so nice too. She's ridiculously so nice. You know, she held like a there, struggling. Wasn't there like, like an article that was like Casey Musgraves says that she she feels bad for calling uh, gay people in her high school, like when she was in high school, the f word. <laughs> so, like, I felt bad. I I don't remember. I thought it was fake. You know I what like, I. I uh, if if she if that was real, I not apologize. I forgive her. You forgive her. She can call me the F slur any day. She is forgiven. She's forgiven. I mean, I don't I, fuck with her music, but you can really tell she's a nice person. Yeah, no, she is, and honestly, like you know, that's a really big step for her. You know, to even acknowledge that she used to say stuff before even like the whole Shanet like thread of like on. You find on Twitter, be like, mm, Casey Mesri's caught on thing. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, caught in 4K, being so homophobic. Casey Musgraves called me the F word at the mall? What? Oh, my <laughs> God. You'll be caught. Like, catch me fucking dead at that shit. Uh, recommendation. Replay Factor? Um, <sighs> Maybe you would. I think you would thoroughly enjoy it if you went through heartbreak. Maybe we should have somebody break your heart. You know. One thing that I did like about the album was some of the guitar solos and the guitar instrumental. So I think if she got, if she dedicated more time on the guitar, mm-hmm. or the guitar solos, mm-hmm. I think it would have mm-hmm. been a perfect album. Like, oh my god, if her next album is country rock, like southern rock, 
I think she could have like a lot of potential in that category. Well, if you like the guitar, I don't. Why don't you give a golden hour a try? Maybe you. I think you like that one a lot. More is it guitar than... solos or is it like guitar chords? Both like strumming. Both. I'll look into that. Like, there's both. Like, I can't. Like, there's both from what I can remember. Like, yeah, both. I feel like you like Golden Hour a lot more better than Starcross, considering, like, you know. Maybe. You know what? I, love... actually, I actually will look, look into that. Because Golden Hour, I loved Golden Hour. It was so good. And emotions provoked or evoked out Heartbreak. of the album. Heartbreak. Yeah. And um, what's the name of that song? Hookup something? Oh, Hookup Scene? Hookup scene. That's I, a good song. That, that one kind of like, I was like, does this bitch know me? <laughs> you know? Yeah, like she's right. Like, you know. It's, it does, yeah. it, it goes very vulnerable and it goes like very like. Hookup scene, y'all, the general idea is like, appreciate the things you have now because you might not know how good you have it until you lose it. Yeah. So. I kind of like how. She goes unrestrained with the lyrics, but also kind of like covers it up. Uh huh. Kind of like she's like pulling her punches, you know? Yeah. For sure. No, for sure. But so, is that it? I believe that is it. Oh, what do I rate this album? Um, <laughs> I forgot what I rated it last time. I think I'll what give it, it a 6.5 like out of 10. Okay, that's better than the other ones. Six and a half out of ten. A solid album for what it is. But due to personal reasons, no, like as if though it's a problem. Yeah. Like, due to just like personal taste, I, I didn't really, you know, enjoy it I that think much. you might like it again if you experience heartbreak. We just need to get you experience heartbreak. Gee, thanks. And you were saying, I would never want to go through heartbreak. And you're no. like wishing that upon me. Yeah, now I'm wishing it upon you. Please get heartbroken. We're in it together, Ruby. If you're heartbroken, if I'm heartbroken, you're heartbroken you're, too. You're whispering to your stones. Let Ruby be heartbroken. Let Ruby be heartbroken, please. Uh, bro, I only talked for like six minutes. No, you didn't. Because yeah, because I remember when I said I was like, oh my god, we we did it forty minutes again. Because last time, we also did the review, and it only lasted forty minutes. Maybe it's because like. The albums were pretty short. We didn't have, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think this How is a pretty was, good time. Your album was, like, 48 minutes. Yeah, so there's really not much. How long was Speak for Yourself? I think, like, an hour something. No way. Hour five? 45? 50? A ver, let me 55? see. Speak for Yourself. 49 minutes. Oh, wow. So, like, I say... These are really short albums. Like, they're really, like, long, but they're very short songs. Yeah. I mean, Starcrest had more songs. Yeah. Because it had, like, what? Like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Fifteen songs. Mm -hmm. And Speak for Yourself only had, like, what? Like, eleven? Twelve. But I mean, no. I think we pretty did good on time. I mean, I said what I had to say. You had to say what you had to say. Not like in the other podcast. I literally, again, like, I literally was so tired that, again, I was like, the first, I miss like, my ex-boyfriend. I miss my ex-boyfriend. 
the first like oh, 10 minutes were just us talking about like food allergies yeah and then it was just 30 minutes the like next 20 minutes were like we were just talking you were you were going yeah. on a rant about like how dare the anime fans like attack oh, you went all yeah. out i did uh, but we anyway really tired the next time, when we, once we're done with album reviews, then we're gonna start getting into like whatever we want because I feel like for right now this is just a more construct view or constructed podcast of what you know for obviously it for is Ruby's for class. My grade. Yeah, for my grade. it's for literally Ruby's grade, but like my, you know, my career is on the line. His grades are on the line for this stuff, so yeah, just for right now, for the first like the next ten weeks or not like less than ten weeks now, like seven weeks, six weeks. Uh, let me check seven weeks right this is the third episode seven weeks it must be the next seven weeks yeah so the next seven weeks right y'all it is right now just album inter- like album reviews and again this is like you know you guys are entitled these are just our honest opinions on these albums we're not expecting y'all to feel the same way for these albums that oh no I expect you to feel the same way <laughs> oh my god please my my music piece, I do. I really, really do. If you don't, then we're going to fucking hunt you down with a spear. We know. We just know. Yeah. Fiona Apple style. Fiona, yeah, you'll go out in Fiona Apple style, y'all. Okay. But anyway. We're almost at is... 50 minutes, so that's actually pretty. I think we can end it off here, but let's say the albums that we're going to recommend. Oh, yes. So the next album that I'm recommending, Ruby, is it's another Heartbreak album. It is, um, let me see, what did I, what, it's, uh, Actually, I forgot the one that you recommended me. It's Apart by Leon. She sounds Apart like Lana Apart by Del- Leon, yeah. Yeah, she sounds like Lana Del Rey, but I think she's pretty good. It's another breakup album. I'm giving you She sounds like Lana Del Rey, but she's actually good. Yeah, she's actually good. And she doesn't say, like, shit, like, my pussy tastes like cigarette, or, my like, I. My pussy tastes like. Pepsi Cola. Yeah, whatever the fuck she said. Like, girl, that is no. I like how people who think they listen to Lana Del Rey think they're crazy. You guys, you know. are not. They are not. They're you just... are not crazy, y'all. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you guys are not crazy. Like, you guys, no. Did you listen to NFR or her newest album? No. I listened to like the first three songs of NFR and I fell asleep. Yeah, no, I fucking, I didn't like it. And then what's the album you're going to give me next, Ruby? The album that I'm giving you next is Exile from Guyville by Liz Fair. Let's go. I would like mm-hmm. Liz Fair. I like Divorce Song. Let's go. And oh, we were supposed to have Dariella for this podcast, but she is with Sophie right now. But she's yes, extremely cleaning. tired. Yeah, so, we're, we're both tired. So is she going to be for the edited version? No. No? I don't think so, no. Mm, okay. It's okay. But anyway, y'all. But we'll next, catch- next, might have a guest. Hopefully, we will have a guest for sure. Um, yeah, so we'll see y'all next week then. And again, this is, it'll be for Leon and Liz Far. Yeah, all right. Liz Perfect. Fair. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.